What's up everybody, welcome to the House of Mario, episode 44, and we are the Nintendo Podcast, a part of the 8-Bit Collective. I'm your host Drew Agnew, and joining me as always is Bryce DeWitt, and this is our Nintendo Direct 2018 Analysis and Discussion episode. We are hot off the heels off of the Nintendo Direct. Bryce, what did you think of the show all up? Uh, 7 out of 10. Good? Yeah. Good show? Good show. Yep. They come out with like, just swinging, didn't they? But... It just sort of all ground to a halt when uh, Super Smash Brothers rocked up. Uh, yeah, I think, uh, I think, well, I'll probably I'll probably talk about it when we've finished. But I, yep. I think I think there's a couple of particular reasons why that is, and we will talk about it afterwards. For now, I'll, I'll probably just save it until we've done the meat of it. Mm. Like, um, I, f- I feel like if if you're not a huge Smash fan, this direct would be fairly disappointing for you. Um. Obviously, you and I are huge Super Smash Brothers fans, so this is that was fantastic having a really deep dive into the game. Yep, seeing all the little mechanics, even like you know, seeing that like a different dash mechanic in there, that's like really interesting for yeah. nerds like us. But if you're if you're just yeah, whatever, Smash Bros is a fun party game. You're going to be quite bored by it probably. <laughs> and if you're worried about this, we're going to we're going to glance over the Smash Bros stuff. We won't we won't spend half the half the episode talking about it like the direct. Yeah, <laughs> for the love of I God. I don't know how long it actually spent. It would have been about 15 or 20 minutes, wouldn't it? Yeah, well, it was yeah. pretty long. It's a pretty long discussion about Smash it was. Yeah. Mm. All right, let's, let's get into what they were talking about. So they, they started off the show with a really interesting looking mech game. What's it called? Uh, Demon X? Uh, Demon X Machina. Yeah, that, it looks really interesting. Had that been announced before or was that just no, announced there? No, it was just announced there. Um, that's a, it, It's a very ace combat game. Yeah. Uh, and not Ace Combat. Uh, God, I was saying it all all before because I was asking. No, a Ace Combat was like the airplanes. No, it was um, Armored Core. Sorry. Um, yeah, you're right. You're you're saying that. It's like, is this Armored Core? Is this Armored Core? Yeah, I said, is this Armored Core? Because it just looks like fucking Armored Core. <laughs> um, but uh, no, it wasn't. Apparently, it's its only own unique game, which is you know, it's not a bad thing. Um, it's created by it's it's by Marvelous. Yeah. So. Studio, a uh, studio that's done stuff in the past, like a lot of different, really weird, like conflicting genres in the past. So, I'm sure, I'm sure it'd be fine for the most part. But it, it looks fun. It does look fun. I really love the art style. Mm-hmm. It's a great way to open up the show. Just like something like we're like something new. We're like, what's this? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Then we moved it. They moved into some Xenoblade Chronicles Two DLC. Now you're the Xenoblade uh, expert. You discuss this. Very, very excited for this. So if um, if you need a little bit of context, um, the store, the the DLC, the this was this is the main the main quest that we're talking about. The story expansion, what's going to be, you know, adding to it and making the story feel more fleshed out. It's set in the past, and it's about it's the story of Adam the Hero. Uh, so you're going to be seeing familiar characters that were from that time, uh, but different, I suppose, because they're not exactly the same moving however many years forward. You're going to be playing as Adam, um, and anybody who was relevant during that time, which is great. That's fantastic. And I like it. So this is, this is a DLC exclusively for people that have finished the game. Um, I think it'll have its own separate campaign. Yeah. Um. I. It's not gonna. I don't think it's gonna be tied to the main game. Stats are not gonna matter. Uh, you'll probably unlock some stuff for your main file. 
Um, but for the most part, it, it's it's um, Xenoblade Chronicles two set in the past. The areas look a bit different and stuff like that. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. um, it 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 really is an expansion, which is great. That's yeah. great to see. Uh, it's not just using we, with Breath of the Wild with the expansion pass that was great and everything, but there wasn't there wasn't a whole lot of meat in terms of like this is this is a completely brand new area and stuff like that. It was yeah. kind of just like, hey, here's some trials and here's a dungeon based off trials. Yeah, yeah. And I'm not saying that's bad for Zelda. That was for the most part that was perfectly fine fine in Zelda's case. But uh, this this uh, DLC really needed to come out swinging, and I, I think it's going to deliver really. So I'm I'm looking forward to it honestly, because mm. we we're watching it. And we're like, what's this? Because it started off with like sort of the story trailer, just introducing it, and it wasn't until maybe 20 seconds in, you're like, oh, Xenoblade. I'm like, okay, yep. Oh, it wasn't even that. I think the second they mentioned uh, living on the back of the, okay, yeah, living on the back of the beast, so I was like. Xenoblade. Yeah, yeah. That's what it is. Hell yeah. <laughs> and um it it god, it looks so good. It looks so good. Uh the story of Adam is very is very much talked about within the actual game, but living it is a whole obviously it's a whole different thing. Mm. So going back and seeing all this story to do with Adam and how it how his story came to be at the end. We all if if you play the game, you already know how it ends. Yeah. Don't tell us. But there's no detail. <laughs> yep. So this will be the detail. Okay, yeah. And I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. Now, it sounds good. Like, if, if you're excited about it, you you uh, love that series. Oh, absolutely, yeah. And I'm, I'm glad to hear that they're making good DLC for it. Mm-hmm. Sound, sounds pretty fairly well priced, too. Was it, would you say, the uh, expansion pass was? It was 40 or $45. So that sounds and all right. We've been getting regular content yeah. updates, which is great. We've yeah. been getting new quests, new blades, and stuff like that. It's been pretty fantastic, honestly. Mm. So seeing this looking as pristine as it does and as unique as it does I, I can't wait for it it's going to be awesome it really is going to be great mm. I, I'm excited for it when I finish the 100 hour campaign <laughs> but I'm like oh more content <laughs> just, just what I need <laughs> but after that they uh, they moved into uh, Reggie speaking and he introduced the uh, well he didn't introduce but he re, uh, re-explained the poker uh, what's it called the Pokeball Go Plus yes uh a, a bloody accessory for uh, Pokemon Let's Go Eevee, Let's Go Pikachu. And this is where they... <laughs> this is when they basically announced that when you buy that accessory, that is the way you obtain Mew in the games. And this is the biggest bullshit that I, that came out of the entire thing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> this, this got me to say, fuck you at your TV. Yeah, it did. I'm like, that is... It is horseshit. That is really not a... No, it's it's nice bad. Move. That it, is, yeah. No, it's bad business. It's bad business practice. Um, it and that sucks. But again, I think I think the thing is is like a lot of people are going to be like, oh god, now I have to buy it to get Mew, and I'm just turning around and I'm thinking, of saying, D- like Mew's not going to be that important in this game. He's not realistically. So you've so they give it's a controller with, with a nice little novelty. It's good, good for kids, whatever. Like for example. It's eighty dollars, no, seventy dollars here in Australia. That's a lot of money. That could be an extra game for you around Christmas time, right? That's almost a pro controller. Yeah, almost a pro controller. Mm-hmm. That's right, and it's and it's three buttons technically. <laughs> a joystick, a joystick that clicks in. So that's two, yeah. two, I guess. It's, like it's a fun little accessory, but to put <clears throat> to basically put a paywall on you isn't a good idea I don't feel and especially and such an expensive especially paywall. in these games so there's there's going to be there's five legendaries in this game altogether so there's Mewtwo and there's the three birds 
And Mew. And, and there's Mew. So Mew is... They're not going to make a fun... What, what what I was most disappointed in, they could have put a little feature in that, you know, you actually go to one of the trucks and you can like find you under there. Like, they do like a nice little Easter egg. You know, that might even still be a thing. It could be. It could still be a thing. It's it's just a, it's just frustrating you'd have to lock something like that behind such it, a large paywall. This still could be like early access, for example. And you, yeah. You're still in the game. Yeah. Or it could be a second one. Look, whatever it might they, be. They might change it completely. They might just be like, fan outrageous shit on this. We better just dial it back <laughs> you know uh, but overall um, they did say they were going to sell it as a package with the game if you bought them together uh, which means you'd be able to get it cheaper I'm not sure that warrants me saying hey look I guess I, I'm acceptable of that because I'm not going to be depends acceptable. on the price it's not going to be that much cheaper you might be saving $10 all up yeah yeah, and yeah. I, I want to buy it um, on the eShop anyway so that really doesn't help me no <laughs> but um, and I will say if 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 I feel like wasting money at the at the time of Pokemon when it comes out and I'm hyped up, <laughs> I might buy it. Yeah, no. Solid pass for me. Solid pass for you. It's a solid pass. I'm not buying that controller unless they're going to give it to me for 20 bucks. See, oh, my, my, brain, my brain tells me pass. My idiot, no, I, <laughs> my idiot self says buy it. I, I, look, I, look at the, uh, I look at the watch that they put out for Pokemon Go and I look at that and go, that's $50. That's $50 for a button. Yeah, a little button and a bit of Bluetooth. Yeah. That's silly. A light, yeah. That's <laughs> awful. And a lot of people are like, oh, it justifies it because I don't have to look at my phone to do useless and mean- meaningless tasks. It's like, oh, I suppose not. But that doesn't make it acceptable. Mm. It could be $20. It's not that expensive to run tech like that. And it's the same thing with the Pokeball. It's like, that could be $20. Oh, well. But, <laughs> I don't know. Anyway. All right. Uh, next up, they announced a new Mario uh, Party game called Super Mario Party. Uh, this is fantastic. Yeah, it looks, it looks fun. Looks like a Mario Party game with uh, some interesting motion controls for the mini games. Mm-hmm. Mm. And, um, and some and some console interaction. Yeah, so they showed uh, basically having two switches on the uh, table together, and you can set them up to each other to like interact with one another. So you can play on both switches. They're showing like a I can't remember if it was a. Ta- <coughs> Sorry, if it was a tank game, yeah, and you uh, can sort of drive over to the other switch and yeah. I, I, look, I'm not really sure. I'm not really sure how much of a difference that's going to make for a lot of people, though. Mm. I, I think, I think maybe, maybe they probably should have left that kind of thing out and just left it as a TV party game that you can play with the Joy Cons. Yeah, I think the I think they're sort of leaning into making it a board game. You're actually playing on the table. Mm-hmm. Look, rather than looking up at the TV, I know I know that Mario Party's had a lot of bad rap for the last God knows how many years at a, this point, like fifteen. But there's <laughs> but there's no doubt. Like as a kid, Mario Party was one of the greatest things you could play with people because it was just fun. Mm. And like that's that's what's good about this Mario Party. I'm just not sure whether, yeah. <laughs> I, 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 like I, I'm just not sure whether people are just going to sit around a table and play it like that. Mm. I think I think with the with the integration of the Joy-Con and stuff like that, yes, you can play it anywhere, but. The controllers are so pass aroundable. Wouldn't you just want to play it on the TV where you can all just yeah sit on a couch and play? Well, like, it looks like there are still a lot of games that use the TV. Like they did show that. Yeah, I, I would imagine that you can decide that the other games are disabled in handheld mode, and that's fine. Or you lay your TV on the ground next to your mate's TV. Well, <laughs> <laughs> God, uh, but it it does it does take away from the fact that they could have been creating games to do just solely for the TV experience. It'll be interesting. Like I'll, I will enjoy. The uh, 
like the the new gameplay i guess the the switch opens up where you can you can place it on the table next to someone else's switch yeah but like if i'm playing like with my mum obviously she doesn't have a switch <laughs> you won't be able to do that type of thing mum buy a switch please yeah buy a switch so we can play that <laughs> play mario party together yeah. but I, I was saying to you when they announced this it's fantastic they're actually bringing out uh more motion controlled guess you know, casual party games because as is um as much flack as a uh, one two switch gets um, I, I did enjoy that at launch, being able to hand a Joy-Con to my mum or friends who don't play video games and they laugh. And just play, yeah, and just yeah. play sh- silly shit. Yeah. yeah, and you've got your, you know, your Switch there, no TV. It's fantastic, and I'm looking forward to playing this. Look, this this year is uh, really big on terms of like like last year we had a lot of we had a lot of single player experiences, not not as many multiplayer ones that weren't ports. Yeah. Already, you know, we had Arms and Splatoon, granted, but we also had Zelda and Mario, which were our major grabs, and Xenoblade, and stuff like that. This year is leaning a lot more towards possible couch play, that more than it is single player experiences, and I'm okay with that. Mm. Uh, Mario Party is a good addition to that roster, so I like that. Um, we've also got um, Tennis Aces, we've got Smash Bros. You know, it's just a whole lot of nice stuff there. Really, Pokemon could be played on a couch co-op. Yeah, it's nice. Give it's that good. to your mum. Help me throw the balls, mum. Mm-hmm. Throw. Yep. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> so, so that comes out uh, October fifth this year. Yeah, and that's not a bad date. That's good. What else has come out that month? Probably a fair bit. <laughs> well, you know, you go. The the only problem with it sitting around that date is you have stuff like Red Dead you get to think about and all that that are releasing on other major consoles. Uh, Call of Duty. Yeah, fairly different audience though. I understand it's a fairly different audience, but for the people that do enjoy dabbling in a bit of everything, yeah, Mario Party is probably going to be a very minor choice because of its reputation over the past decade. It's definitely going to be uh, people are going to be waiting for reviews for this one just because of the lack of trust. Yeah, absolutely. That's also why I think they went with the name uh, Super Mario Party rather than Mario Party Seven Hundred. Yeah, yeah, God knows what they're up to. Yep, but I'm looking forward to it. I'm uh, hoping it's going to be a really good party game because I want more party games. Oh, absolutely! Because yeah. like the, Swi- the-, the switch is the switch is geared for it. Yeah, at the moment, like like for example, on my PlayStation, I've got Jackbox, but a lot of a lot of stuff on the other consoles sort of leans more towards you know maybe your Call of Duty multiplayer or uh-huh. yeah, like or something like God of War, which is single player. The Switch is just fantastic for uh, like party games. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. Mm. So then they went into Fire Emblem. We've got a brand new Fire Emblem game, which is called Fire Emblem Three Houses. Mm-hmm. Um, well, this 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 blew us both away when we saw it. Oh, absolutely! Just, it has that <laughs> beautiful anime style you've seen in the Awakening and the 3DS games, but now it's uh, the gameplay as well. It's mm-hmm. it's it all looks like a cutscene. Looks great. Um, just what you've seen in the battles is how how dy- uh, dynamic that camera is. Just, oh, it's beautiful. It, like that—that's what got me. Like you see it, then it sort of swings into the um, the attack you're doing, the turn-based attack, and it swings back to the battlefield. And everybody's got their own sec- like sanction of an army, and it's yeah. and it works out really well. Like we we've known about this Fire Emblem game for ages. We know it was coming out. It was pushed back. <laughs> I'd like to mention that all my all, all my uh, predictions this year got s- scratched out. But we'll talk about <laughs> that later. Uh, but. Um, it just it does it looks it looks phenomenal <laughs> it looks so fantastic i um after seeing the the lineup for this direct and assumably what will be the rest of this year it is a shame this game is not going to fit in there 
Yeah. There, I think there is room for another big Nintendo game in this uh, lineup, but we'll get to that after. Mm-hmm. Um, the bits where you can walk around, like I assume you've got little hub city which you can walk yeah. around and talk to NPCs. And that's, and as far as I know, that's relatively new mm. for Fire Emblem. Yeah, I guess the I guess the last uh, 3DS game, which was the remake of the second one, sort of introduced walking around dungeons and that yeah. aspect. I guess that's coming back to this game. I guess so. Yeah, in some way, like being, I really like that too. Having, you know, those I guess quiet moments where you can interact and organize and, and you can just see the world yeah, yeah of course like it's you beautiful know, you just want to walk around it fire, fire emblem worlds are always are always like an ignatic enigmatic mystery because they're just most fire emblem games are like mission to mission mm. you know there's no in between i guess it, it might make it a bit more something like persona where you can actually explore the world talk to characters who you want to talk to yeah yeah get a, get a little background information from people and just it it does. It looks fantastic. Yeah, yeah it looks really good. <laughs> I, I really, I really hope they keep all the stuff that they like brought in and introduced in within the 3ds games, like the relationship systems and how they work, and you know they just keep all of that together. You've got the marriages going on. You've got you know possible kids growing up and all that stuff, and they they can fight for you and all that stuff. That's that's all stuff that needs to come back to this, and I think it will. Uh, so introduce that with stellar gameplay as Fire Emblem is pretty much known for in a strategy community sense. Um, bring it back with like all those all those nice graphics, everything looking very pristine, and those battle sequences looking fantastic. It's going to be a killer Fire Emblem game, and I can't wait for it. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, so spring, America time for that one. So, yeah, if, if you're Australian and you, and you kind of lost with seasons there, that's the third, fourth, and fifth month of next year. Any anywhere in that bracket, so you know a bit longer than they originally said, and a bit longer than we would want. But um, obviously, that that's the time they need, and hopefully they put out a really good game because it's looking really impressive just from what they've shown there. Well, yeah, like that's the thing is uh, Fire Emblem has had such a kickback since Awakening, so I feel like they need to put in that quality now. They really need to keep that momentum going because Fire Emblem for a, for a lot of lot of people who played Nintendo was almost. It was almost never there. It was a very, very, very niche. It was super yeah. niche. <laughs> it was just like, I like a turn-based game, so I like this. Now it's sort of come into like the main staple of franchises. 100%. Well, actually, it definitely has come into the main staple of their franchises. Yeah, absolutely. So much they've uh, stopped making Advance Wars games mm-hmm. to everyone's. 100%. Yeah. <laughs> so, next on the list, we had Fortnite, and it was released today. Yes, pretty much immediately after the conference, we have yet to see it on the Australian eShop. I called this, but didn't put it out on my predictions, and I'm a little bit salty about that. Yeah, but it, <laughs> it was sort of leaked to the point where it's just obvious as hell. It was leaked, but you know, it could have also been delayed. But I said, I will. I I said to you, and I said this to you. I said I will put my money on the on the table that it will be announced at the direct. It will be put out at the direct, and mm-hmm. it was. Um, now. This is a good. This is a good thing for the Switch. It doesn't matter what way you look at it. Um, even if you hate the game to pieces, even if you you're just like, oh, battle royales as dry as anything, and don't worry, I hold some of those feelings too. I, I do. I do dab in battle royale, and that's you know that's my whatever. I don't. I don't play that much of it anymore. But eh, Fortnite on the Switch might help that a little bit. Mm-hmm. But despite that, I'm pretty sure Save the World is also present, which is their PVE mode. It um, is. I didn't actually uh, pay attention to that. I'm pretty sure it is because, well, it, it's 
the thing is, is the, the Save the World content is not free yet. You would still have to buy it. BR is definitely there. Save the World would have to be there at some point. Yeah, at some point at least, yeah. Um, if, if it's not there already. Uh, the issue that we're having on the eShop at the moment is that it doesn't seem like it's going worldwide yet. Oh, at, yeah, at the time of recording, um, I can see some of my American friends are playing Fortnite. Yep. When we go to the eShop, it's just not there. No, yeah, it's just not there. If you try to load up the page through the friends list, it's definitely not there. Yeah. It, it just says software is unavailable. So, so by the time you guys are listening to this, I dare say it will be up and you would have been playing it for a while now. <laughs> you but. know that they held, and, and I've said this too, you know that they've held this off the store because it's just going to... Crash it, yeah. They're, they're probably already having problems with the American service holding the strain. We're, you, uh, the Hollow Knight is actually up on the store and you've purchased it uh, as of when we were... You know, just waiting to go through a little bit of the treehouse stuff, make sure that nothing was going to go like yeah, at us yep. from there. Um, and it's downloading incredibly slow for a small game. Yeah. So um, it's like a gig and a bit, and it's taken like an hour and a bit. It's so. taking ages. Yeah. <laughs> I can. We uh, we're on the NBN here, uh, where we live, and it's roughly twelve gigabyte an hour. So for a gig to take an hour, you know that. <laughs> the eShop's having issues. Especially for Hollow Knight too. Everyone must have been like, yes, Hollow Knight. Yeah, yeah. And like, let's let's just let's just uh, skip to Hollow Knight. Well, no, actually, sorry. We won't yet. I just want to uh, talk about how Fortnite looks. Yeah. It, it, looks, it looks fairly fairly good. Um, textures are obviously downgraded a little bit, as you would mm-hmm. expect. I don't think anyone would expect any less. <laughs> no, yeah. But it, it looks great it from, look, it from does. what you can see. It looks fantastic. Uh, like, um, the thing is, is... I've I've played I've played I've played that game on multiple platforms now PC Xbox PlayStation uh, I've dabbled in it on everything because the great thing about Fortnite accounts is that they're multi-platform yes so not only is the game cross-platform cross, uh, cross if you log into your Epic account you retain everything unlike most games like Call of Duty Battlefield where if you own them on multiple platforms you don't keep jack yeah <laughs> you know uh, so that it, it's worth you know investigating on other platforms if you if you want to just have a mess around with it mm. so. It'll main it'll like keep all of that stuff like that. It'd be good to have a nice, nice little portable around the house Fortnite type of thing. I'll, yeah, I've always been interested in Fortnite. I've uh, downloaded it on my PS4, but I just never, I never booted it up to actually play it. Yeah, yeah. Because um, the 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 problem with being primarily primarily Switch in a console sense is you get so used to having that in the handheld and having something else on the TV. Yeah. So just just playing that while watching something it's going to be great yep. just getting into it absolutely um, for the most part it seems like it runs it runs very smoothly uh, which is awesome that's great for anything uh, if if you're not well in, if you're not well informed on the on the topic of Fortnite the game actually uh, was released on the iOS platform um, and it's cross platform with everything as well uh, and like just from my experience and having a look at it, watching stuff, it, it looked, it doesn't look fantastic on mobile, but it, it's functional and it works. Yeah, on the Switch, it's it's looking okay and it's perfectly functional. So it's it's not a high end PC or PS4 or Xbox or something, but no, it, of course it, it's not. It's not. No, that's not. But, that's not what the Switch is meant to be either. No. So, but as long as it's running, as long as it's running at perfectly decent frames for a. Twitch shooter, which is it's what it you know it should be running at good frames. If that's the case, then sure, works. Yeah. Good. Yeah, I'm looking for the planet. Just uh, have to put it on the Australian eShop. Uh yeah, yeah. We'll see what happens there. I'm, I'm sure it'll. I'm sure it'll fix up eventually. <laughs> so moving into the the leaks, I guess what were what we were sort of expecting. Overcooked Two was announced mm-hmm. August seventh. Uh, 
Yeah, it's coming out. Looks great. <laughs> um, yeah, it looks great. It looks like they're adding to the original this online multiplayer, which uh, everyone just was clamoring for for that game. Mm-hmm. I heard nothing but good things about the original Overcooked, except for uh, apparently the uh, Switch version, at least at launch, was a bit janky. Yep. Um, so I never actually ended up picking it up because by the time I guess they updated it, I must have forgotten about it. <laughs> mm, yeah. Or something else come out, whatever the reason be, but being the second one coming the Switch, hopefully they've you know they've learned their lesson and they're definitely going to have the quality yeah, standard up for this one. I'll be definitely picking it up. Yeah, look, it looks fun. Like it I looks said, really good. Like I said before, like a fantastic party game to be playing, just with two Joy Cons, four Joy Cons, whatever it might be on the TV, on mm-hmm. the on the gamepad, not the gamepad, ugh. <laughs> <laughs> on the Switch itself. <laughs> on the Switch, yeah. No, no, like really excited for that one. I think it was a uh, was it thirty it's thirty seven ninety or some weird price on the eShop. Yeah, it was yeah really really strange when yeah, we bit, looked bit it of up. An odd, odd price. No, but just make uh, it forty. <laughs> yeah, just even it out, guys. Even it out. You don't need to do anything like that. <laughs> and uh, Killer Queen Black was uh, announced as well. That's coming later in twenty eighteen. Um, People saw this one coming. Yeah, I I actually know not much about this game apart from it's uh, an arcade only game. Uh, apart from now, but it's coming to Switch. This is the first console it's available on, mm-hmm. which is uh, obviously exciting. It looks like a really fun party game. It looks like a this is probably not what it is, but it reminded me, it did remind me of Smash Bros. Uh, sort of like you know, not not knocking people off necessarily, but in my, in my opinion, it was like more akin to something like Nidhog. Uh, yeah, yeah, okay. Uh, so like one on one battles. Uh, quick, quick deaths, and you know, uh, just whoever whoever pushes the most wins, sort of thing. Mm. Whoever yep. gets the most, well, it's more about whoever gets the most points in kill a, in kill a queen. But in Nidhogg, it was about you, your kills progressed you further down the lane, so you could eventually be eaten by a giant worm. <laughs> yeah, actually, just think about Nidhogg too. God, I can't wait for that coming switch. That'd that, be great. That, yeah. is, that game is stupid fun. Yeah, God, it's fun. I can't <laughs> believe how fun it is. Nidhogg is great. <laughs> but looking forward to this, I actually I don't have much to say, and I don't know much about it myself. But once it comes out, I'm sure I'm, I'm keen to pick it up, give yeah. it a go. Yeah, give it a crack. This the thing is, there's so much, there's so much, there's so much at the moment that's going to require a massive SD card. Yeah, yep. there's a lot, and that's that's not a bad thing per se. But it does mean that you like you need to be pe- be careful of how much you're loading up onto your SD cards and yeah, all yeah. that stuff to yeah. I mean, I like it, you're de- if you're going to go and pick up Wolfenstein Two or Skyrim oh, or boy, whatever yeah. it may be, I think you are better going to get the cards uh, to get, like from the store. Yeah, um, that's what I'm doing at least. Like these, like Mario Odyssey and Zelda, like they're you know five ten gig. That's that's okay. I can do that. Mm-hmm. These yeah. tw- these twenty three gig games. So it's like all right, well. I might as well just go and buy the card. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, save yourself some storage space because even then they require a bit of a digital download. You know. Yeah. So, yeah. True. You know. You so st- whatever. You might as well just go. Yeah. Well, it. You would still save yourself a fair bit of room doing it. Yeah. At least, you know, at least half. At least half, which is, yeah. Anyway, to uh, Hollow Knight. Uh, this is a game I've been waiting for since the Switch uh, was released. They represent South Australia. Yeah, yeah, to team, these boys. team Cherry local, local devs uh, from Adelaide in here in South Australia. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been waiting for this game to come to Switch since they actually announced it like like pretty much at launch for the Switch. Yeah, and I was waiting for it all last year. Yeah, they're a small team of uh, three people. At least they were. Bef- they probably expanded now with the success of the game. Yeah, but. I've uh, been holding off buying it too. <laughs> to I, be honest, I actually I bought it on Steam because it was on sale for ten or thirteen dollars. Okay, and like, well, I might play it, and if I don't, it's still it's money to you guys. Like, I'm happy to support. 
absolutely local developers it's got such an awesome art style mm-hmm. um it's it's got like nines and tens everywhere uh-huh yeah I think it sold like half... It's a Metroidvania that everybody wanted. It sold like half a million copies just on Steam. Yeah. It's going it to it's gonna blow up on Switch, man. It's going to be huge. Yeah. And obviously, uh, if you've watched it and if you haven't, um, they've, it's out now, straight away. They announced, yeah. announced it to come out straight away. I'm uh, downloading it as we speak. It should be done. <laughs> it's about $17, $18 on the Switch. Yeah, it's, it's a good price, Comes actually. with all the DLC, uh-huh. which was free on Steam as well. Yep. Um, yeah, cannot wait to dig into that game. Seventeen bucks for that game is pretty phenomenal. Yeah, um, yeah. Congratulations to Team Cherry. Absolutely, for, Team for getting Cherry that spotlight. Team in, Cherry, in that's that's damn cool. That's awesome. Yeah. That's that's not that's that's something that like a lot of people a lot of people in the industry dream of is getting a spotlight with some with a big company like Nintendo. Mm. Like that's nuts. That's really great. Yeah, because this game was originally uh, actually coming uh, being developed for Wii U. It was. Yeah, this game was at Avcon and PAX Australia for years. Like before it come out anywhere, so fantastic to see it on Switch. Good on you guys. Well done, Team Cherry. <laughs> no, they deserve it. They deserve it. Yeah, uh, Octopath Traveler uh, is getting a new demo June fourteenth, and it also got a release date. Uh, oh, I've already got a release date. So I had a release date before, but did it? Oh, okay, yeah. Anyway, uh, it's July something or other. Yeah, uh, I can't remember. Sorry. Yeah, neither do I. It's uh, four thirty at the moment. Our brains are dead. <laughs> yeah, yeah. four thirty in the morning. So if we sound if if we don't if we sound a little more serious than usual, it's because we're trying to get to business. <laughs> <laughs> so that's good. I haven't even played the first demo. I've been meaning to. Yeah, same. <laughs> um, I assume this demo is a couple more characters. I don't know what they actually said. They would have probably told us. I, I I think yeah. I think it's I think it's a bit more uh, fleshed out than the first demo in general. Um. But I'm I'm still looking forward to the game in general, and I'm still like at that at that point I'm still sort of like, do I really want to touch it? Well, that's the thing because it's like I'm going to pick up the game. I would like to play the first demo just to be like, okay, what's this game? Yeah, what am I doing? What are the mechanics? But to play a second demo to get more of the story, I'm like, well, I'm already gonna, I've already played it. And I'm, I'm going to get your game anyway. Yeah, exactly. But it it still looks phenomenal as it did. It's just, I can imagine people like to play you know, two hours of the first demo. I'm still not sold. Get another demo. Mm, I don't know. It's like <laughs> they're being very generous with demos, guys. Just listen. They are. They are. And and, and that's good. That um the pro- the thing is is like and, and they did show it off at the Square conference as well. They're just like, look, Octopath Traveler is coming, and you know, it looks very pretty and stuff like that. And it's like exclusive to Nintendo Switch, and you know that you know that like despite Square Enix's problems as a company for the last god knows how many years i'm afraid um they they really they really seem like they put a lot of heart into this game much like they did with bravely default mm. and bravely default was an amazing game it was and so and the sequel was as well so i'm sure this will be equally on that same level i haven't put um as much time as i'd like to into these games but these rpg factory games square enix is pumping out i just yeah really cool yeah they I are love it. Like it's like this one especially like the 3ds, um, bravely default had a, an amazing art style, but obviously the 3ds graphics um, couldn't really bring that division in the actual game. Oh, I get yeah. Well, you know what I mean. Like it like they sort of used the chibi uh, a lot of the time. They they did, but the, the strong point the strong point of bravely default on the 3ds was very much in the world building. It was yeah really good, and no, the character no, building was fantastic. No, absolutely, absolutely. I'm just saying, uh, like graphics aside, yeah. Gra- yeah. 
It's all I'm saying. Yeah, and I'm just saying graphics. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I, I absolutely love the art style for this thing. I think I, I don't think anyone <laughs> could say that uh, they don't like uh, this art style. Yep. Unless, yeah. unless you're not a retro gamer. <laughs> yeah. Of course. Um, and then they went into a big sizzle reel about um, a lot of third-party games coming out. I couldn't write them all down quick enough. They were just smashing through them. Yeah, so here's but, just some of them, I but suppose. I, I, I tried to get the uh, notable ones, the important ones we'd like to talk about on the uh, show. Yep. So uh, Starlink, which was announced or shown in more detail in Ubisoft's conference. Yep. Uh, so, uh, yeah, Fox McCloud and the Star Fox team are coming to the game. Yep. No, I was, I was going to say, if you, haven't, if you haven't watched the Ubi conference, that was the case, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was like a there was a trailer there was a trailer at the Ubi conference if you want more perspective but basically someone's getting shot down and uh, somebody's calling out that, and that somebody is calling out for help and the Star Fox team responds and they um they had a nice little they had a nice little uh, thing happen there where they were like oh here's Miss, here's Miyamoto San Miyamoto San we made you this really nice figure of the, uh, the the Star Fox ship because they couldn't remember it was called an R wing. <laughs> It was kind of adorable, actually. <laughs> He's just like, fuck, I've, I've played this game for years. I love the game. Skuru Miyamoto is a hero of mine, and I can't remember these goddamn ship name. <laughs> actually, it was a different guy. Uh, do you remember the uh, French fellow who was speaking at the Rabbids announcement? Mm. He was heavily French, and he was just like... and I can't really know. Well, the developer, the developer of the actual game was in the crowd... Yeah, and then yeah. they had the announcer who usually speaks at the Ubi stuff, who's French as French as anything. He's got a heavy accent; you can tell he's French. Not the, uh, not the, like the president. It might be the president. Okay, uh, uh, Gilmond. I uh, think that's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do know him. So uh, the develop same thing happened this time. <laughs> he talked about it, and uh, oh, he fucked up. He should know. <laughs> <laughs> well, the the actual person who was uh, working on Starlink, like the head developer of Starlink, had, had come out on stage to talk about it, and he's just like, Star Fox is like, it was a passion of mine. Star Fox, Star Fox on the uh, NES or whatever was the it was the first uh, SNES or what I can't remember. My timeline's screwed with Star Fox, but um, he's like, Star Fox was the f- was the first three D game I'd ever played. And I hold it so well with childhood memories, and I love the whole, the whole Star Fox team. I love the Warthog. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I love, like, I love, especially the Ghost. That's great to get into as well. Banshees. <laughs> oh, don't get started on the Banshee. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, <laughs> he was like, "Oh, that's fantastic!" You know, he's like, "I love Star Fox, and this is such a great opportunity." It was almost, it was almost a tear jerking moment, like the. Well, like the Mario v, the Mario uh, Mario Plus Rabbids thing, mm. it was almost the same sort of thing. Except this guy was like really, he was just, he was just pure happiness and joy. He was like, I'm, I'm so happy to see Fox McCloud in my game. Yeah, see, I, I haven't actually seen. <laughs> I've only got about quarter way through the uh, Ubisoft conference. Yeah, and, and then Gilmon, so. and then Gilmon comes out. He's like, Hey, yeah, this is like Miyamoto-san is in the crowd, and he's just like, Here's, here's the, here's a model for you. <laughs> Here you go, Miyamoto-san. You're like, just say Arwing. Just say Arwing, Miyamoto's just like, throws it in the pile of <laughs> bloody ships he's got. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it was it was nice. So um, yeah, if you're not caught up on Starlink, it's it's the game where you build a ship on your controller. Mm. And uh, they didn't show much of that this time. They showed more gameplay. And with Star Fox stuff in it, it looks like it could just be a Star Fox game. It looks brilliant. Mm. I, I'm interested in it if it's... Uh a good game and I can get an excuse to buy a little R-Wing <laughs> model 
<laughs> so you know uh, that works obviously for Ubisoft though <laughs> yeah. selling that game yeah but anyway yeah. it looked great alright do you have anything to say on uh, uh, Arena of Valor yeah uh, all I know is is that uh, it's a mobile coming to it's a mobile coming to Switch that looks more in the vein of something like League of, League of Legends than Smite. Mm-hmm. Uh, the only the only real console mobile going on at the moment, apart from the can- now cancelled uh, Paragon, uh, is Smite, and uh, it's way more geared for consoles as a mobile. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and League of Legends obviously never touched anything, or or Dota even never really touched anything console. It's always been PC. Never will. No. It never and no, they never no. will. But this is this is Arena of Valor is basically like, hey, this is like what you would see in League of Legends or Dota, but put on the Switch. Yeah. So is this already on uh, iPad and? I'm not sure. Mobile devices. I'm really not sure. I I just I just know that Arena of Valor was a thing that was coming to Switch, and I've known about it for a while. I just I just I don't know much other else hmm. than that, because the problem with the the problem with the MOBA scene is um it's it's so outshadowed by League of Legends and Dota. It's like the only two games that exist in the MOBA genre. Yeah. Uh, I mean Smite does exist, yes, but the Hi-Rez, Hi-Rez has a bit of a problem with their games where like they get outshadowed by others but they still pump out, pump out some pretty decent con- like quality content mm. um, I mean it, it's great for expanding the genres on Switch um, yeah I'm not into MOBAs at all so I couldn't <laughs> care less to be honest but it's great to free a, to play yeah free to play um, yeah it's, it's good for the system yeah more more genres more games on it the better yeah absolutely uh then next there was also a minecraft update yep that's coming soon um, we already knew about that yeah play together so it links you with uh, every system apart from playstation mm-hmm. 4 yep which is fantastic for minecraft um, well any cross play is fantastic for anything except playstation 4 at this point but yeah. i think we've talked about that enough before we have yeah <laughs> um Probably this this was a one that's leaked too, but it's a really good one to see that Dragon Ball Fighters, oh, yeah. is uh, on the system. Uh, we saw we and it's confirmed that it's running at sixty frames per second, which mm-hmm. is obviously very important for a uh, fighting by, game. Yeah, frame by frame fighting game. Yeah, <laughs> so, uh, Dragon Ball Fighters is something that I've been waiting to hear about, and I and they were like, <laughs> uh, Bendai, I'm pretty sure it was, was like, uh, don't. Don't focus on Dragon Ball Fighter Z just yet. You'll you you'll probably get it in time. First, focus on Xenoverse Two, which is a game that had been on Switch that was Dragon Ball. And I was just like, okay, I'm like, I will buy your Xenoverse Two if it means I get Fighter Z, and they delivered. <laughs> so that's great. I'm uh, we're getting Fighter Z, and I'm glad I didn't buy it on anything else because I want to play that on Switch. It's yeah. such a pretty game. I love I love Arc System Works and their work on Blaz Blue and all yeah. that stuff as well. Uh, it. Like um, the the competitive community uh, leans towards uh, the PlayStation Four version, mm-hmm. and having it on Switch, even if they stick with the PlayStation Four version, um, just waiting in lobbies, just on the go, having this game in your pocket is it's, but, like, it's like any game that comes to Switch. It's the same argument. It's just, it's in your pocket. You play it wherever you want. You can play it on the TV. And it still looks awesome. Well, with the Switch, the Switch from a competitive stance is like, hey, you know, if you're traveling and stuff like that, you can still practice combos and training yeah. and stuff like that, and like how you execute certain things, your frame by frame movements. You can track. You can practice all that on a training dummy. Sure, it's not as effective as practicing on an actual person, but if you have multiple people sitting on a plane who are going to pro- to a professional tournament, that's great. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I don't know how many, I don't know how long it's going to take where 
just the appeal of having a game like this just set up in handheld mode, just sitting on your TV, or, and you can like play multiplayer with someone just in the middle of a convention or wherever. I don't know when that's going to wear off, but every game that's announced, I'm like, oh yes, I can do this. Yeah, yeah. Well, for their fandoms, it's it's already cemented in place. So I think it was just. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, um. All the energy drink with it. Uh, yeah, Drinking to stay up, yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Um, with everything uh, with everything like that coming to the Switch, it, 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 I don't know, it's just great. I, I, I wanted I wanted, DB, I wanted DBFC. Uh, I wanted that on launch. Sorry, and, did that get a date? I haven't uh, said uh, anything. No, it just, it, just said, it just said it's coming. Yeah, and okay. I'm pretty sure it said 2018. Presumably sometime. this year, you'd think. Yeah, they if, can't, if it's a port. They yeah. wouldn't announce a port this far out. If no. It's, yeah. Um, we, they also had a couple of other things in there. They had uh, they had Sushi Striker, which, as we know, is already out. Came out a couple of days ago. Yep. So uh, it's apparently pretty good. It's come out to great reviews. Um, yeah. I've, I've played the demo. It's a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of uh, there's a lot more to it than it looks. Uh-huh. And the uh, the cutscenes are fantastic. Like it's it's way more production than you think it would be. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, so I haven't picked it up yet, but I would like to. Yep. Uh, they also had uh, two, both Ark games. They had Pix Ark and Ark mm. uh, show up on the Switch, which was a bit weird to see both in the highlight reel. It was just like, oh, okay, so they've got Minecraft Ark and Ark. That's that's cool, I guess. It is interesting to say that because they're huge indie games. Yeah, they're really they're, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm surprised to see Ark running on the Switch, considering how notorious it was in the beginning. In in the beginning, it was notorious for. It's available on Switch. It might not run on Switch. (laughs) (laughs) Well, uh, I don't know yet. (laughs) Well, yeah, I suppose so as well. Another game that looked interesting there as well was uh, Ninjalo. That looked really cool. Mm. Uh, We only got like a couple of seconds of gameplay. Yeah, I can't even remember it. It looked looked fun. It looked like like basically like, hey, look, it's Ninja Fights that looks very Splatoon-y. Right. Almost. I, I can't remember it at all, to be honest. Yeah, no. So you're, re- you're reeling, mate. You're on that energy drink. It's just yeah. reeling your mind out. <laughs> uh, we also had stuff like uh, Wasteland 2. We've had SNK Heroes, which was also... That's been sitting on the eShop as a trailer for ages. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the, the SNK 2 Heroines or whatever it is. Um, we've got World Ends With You in fall, which is big news for a lot of people. Um, that's uh, That game has praised a lot. Uh, and it's one that I haven't had the grace of being able to play through yet. I know that it's on literally every available mobile device. Yeah, so it's, yeah, it's on iPhone, iPad. But uh, but I'm very lazy. <laughs> no, it's not that you're lazy. It's just that well, for a start, you don't have an Apple device, and I have an Apple device. I just never bothered. Yeah, but you don't. You don't. You like me. You don't play games on your phone. No, not you really. You don't care. So it's the same with me. But no, yeah, I suppose. Yeah. It's not that you're lazy. It's just you don't want to play games on that platform. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, think, I think I think most gamers are like that. Yeah, I guess so. Because yeah. like even the games are like, oh, that looks good, and I actually download it. Um, I don't end up playing it too much. Mm-hmm. All right, Bryce. Let's move on to the big one. Super Smash Brothers was finally shown. Yep. And it's called Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. Mm-hmm. It features every single character that <laughs> has been in the series so far, That's including five. Including fucking Pichu. Yeah, including the worst character. <laughs> and he still hurts himself. Yep, he still hurts himself using attacks. Isn't it fantastic? 
Um, so they did an absolutely huge blowout for this game. They shown all, they pretty much shown all the characters. A lot of the differences they'll bring to the characters. A lot of the differences they'll bring to the mechanics. Showing off new stages. Showing off that uh, there's a, a final destination mode for every stage, as well as a new battlefield mode. Yep. For every stage, which when they announced that, I'm like, holy shit, that's really impressive. I didn't even think to add that and. Turns out I really want that now. Yeah. <laughs> now they've yeah. said it. Yeah, absolutely. But what were you, what were your imp- uh, first impressions when you saw this finally so, the gameplay? So, um, so it looks fantastic, and it looks very much looks like, it, it. It does absolutely very much look like it's just ridden off the Smash Four engine and it's pushed on. Uh, we've obviously seen a couple matches at this point in the Treehouse, but it doesn't feel like it's been enough to gauge where it sits. Mm-hmm. in terms of combat speed or anything like that you know it, it's it's really something that you have to play i guess what um what i feel about it so far however is that it seems like sakurai is trying to deliver on everything that people want yeah. um 65 characters is an insane roster and that's not including the uh echo characters because they're marked yep so they they're brand new uh i guess the classifications of classifications characters. for the characters. So they've they've uh, classified uh, Lucina and uh, who was it? Um, Lucina and Marth. And Marth. Uh, they've got a new character in Daisy. They yes. They echoed her with Peach. Um, there's actually there was actually three new characters added to this game. One of them is an Echo, and then two of them were brand new characters. Mm. Um, so I, I reckon that's fantastic. Like mm-hmm. it is nice just to um, have these sort of different little different takes on movesets yeah absolutely and it's yeah. a good excuse to get Daisy in there too why not yep uh, we also saw some of uh, we also saw something that I did predict to come true it was like the only thing I got right in uh, that they were they showed many returning fa- they showed a lot of returning faces including <laughs> including the much requested ice climbers which is fantastic even better snake even better snakes yeah snake was nuts um I'm so glad that they managed to get every single character back for this game. That's so great. I did like. I did really, really appreciate how they built that up. The like, you're just seeing slowly like, oh shit, look they, at all these characters. Oh, look, oh shit, Snake's back. Oh, then they just go, everyone's back. Yeah, they didn't. Like, they didn't. Fuck, like they they've tried to fuck with. You. They tried to screw with us for a couple times during that presentation. Mm. Uh, there was only like a there was like a small thing where it was just like just kidding. I, I can't remember it for the life of me at the moment. But then they were, when they were going through the characters, I'm like, yes, yes, characters, characters, this is awesome. And then it showed Snake. I'm like, shit, Snake's back. And then it's like, everyone's back. And then I was just like, hang on. <laughs> when you mean everyone, when you mean everyone. Like 65 characters, that's not including Echoes. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's insane. Um, They did close by saying... We've got 65 characters. Everyone's returning. I hope you don't expect too many new characters. Yes, they do. So whether that means this is it, this is the characters, be happy, or you know, don't expect 10 more characters, expect two more characters. Like It, it is hard to uh, know what he means. By I, I think everybody will be revealed during this E3. I don't think there'll be any surprises after that. Mm. Uh, because we had surprises after that with Smash 4. Well, think about it. If even if they, when we had a smaller roster, even oh, sorry, even if they do add five characters, like you know, not a heap, but not that's not a small amount either. Yep. It's going to be seventy characters. Well, we should preface we should preface by saying that 
the two characters, well, the three characters that were added in, one was Daisy, which is an echo to Peach, which I'm sure will make a ton of people happy. Yeah. Um, we had Inkling, which was revealed at the last uh, Direct. Yeah, the teaser trailer for the Smash. The teaser yep. trailer, which is fantastic. You know, love to see Inkling representation and all that. Um, and we also... And this was a this was a damn big one because it, it will stop a lot of people's crying. Seriously, <laughs> Ridley. Yeah, and that was big. And his reveal trailer was awesome, <laughs> and that's great. You're- he still looks weird as hell, but he's there. That trailer when Samus, Mario, and uh, who was it? Mega Man. Mega Man were walking on that bridge yeah I thought it was like the scene from Star Wars <laughs> yeah Force so did Awakens. I so did I <laughs> when Han Solo gets stabbed he's just like oh, oh god Kylo Ren's in the game yeah Kylo Ren stabs Mario <laughs> <laughs> but I was just like I, I saw Samus in the front of the group I'm like no yeah, well, those it, mad, I, I said to you I was like those madmen fucking did it didn't yeah, they I'm like yeah, yeah. I'm like it's, Red- <laughs> it's Ridley um, he looks weird <laughs> he does look weird. He looks weird being so small. And this is the problem that Sakurai had when he mentioned it uh, in previous years. He was like... He's been saying this for years. He's been saying it for years. He, he looks huge in every other iteration of Smash Bros. In Metroid games, he's huge. It, it looks so strange for him to just be small and on the same level as any other character. And he does look strange. He looks absolutely strange. But they nailed him in a characterization sense. Big yep. time, the uh, the razor tail, the claw moves, the fireball, like the charge up fireballs. He's got a mechanic added to him where if you hit the fireball in his mouth before he can send it off, it damages him, which is like what you would do in Metroid: just shoot him in the mouth before he can let that go. Yeah, it would hurt him. That's that's awesome, and I think they've done a pretty decent job with what they can work with. It's going to be a ton of fun to play. Like, like he absolutely will. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely will. So that's fantastic. So he's not he's not just a echo of Charizard. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh he uh Sakurai did say, like he said, that uh hope you weren't expecting too many new character reveals. However, there is one I would like to show you now. Um I think I think they'll flesh out the roster with a couple more. There's there's so much potential that a lot of people would be like, man, I wish I had this in the game or whatever. Um, and we've still got to think like we've, we've had a new IP since then, like in arms and we've had a bunch of new, 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 well, no, I wouldn't say new cause they've been on the Nintendo systems before, but stuff like crash and stuff like that as well, that a lot of people are like, huh. And, um, a lot of people leaking out that that's a thing. We've still got the Smash tourney coming. I think there's still room for news there coming from that and that thing. Yep. Yep. Uh, I I will I will uh, preface on what I, uh, I will preface I will uh, conclude with what I have to say in that I'm sorry to those people that didn't want 20 minutes of the direct taken up by Smash news. Yeah. Um. Like even like us Super Smash Brothers is our most anticipated game. Super Smash Brothers is uh one of the games we as best friends play together like hardcore absolutely you've got your games on PC I've got my games um, on everything <laughs> on whatever else I play I don't even know what yeah. I play anymore I'm too tired to think about that <laughs> but Smash Bros especially is where we come together and we are having fun we're competitive 
I'm very passionate about Smash. And we take it we don't take it seriously, but you know, we take it serious enough, I don't know. We're we not. take it seriously against each other. Yeah. So, um we we were keen to see every little detail, but it it did bring the show to an absolute like a halt. It did. It? Like the pace the pace was at like pumping ga- games games out. Just announcements, fire emblem, oh shit. Um it really was missing that like extra game. I feel like maybe Metroid Prime Four. Obviously, um, there was the, uh, we read an article on IGN. But they basically said why Yoshi, Metroid Prime, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, wasn't there. It's because they basically felt like it wasn't time to show it at the moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which, which is fair enough. People have to remember, like we try to remember this as well. Um, it's easy to get your hype to just get carried away, mm-hmm. but. Um, well, before we keep pushing on real quick, we've talked about Smash. I don't think we need to say anything. Actually, just just about Smash. I'm going back to that again. Okay. Yeah. Fi- okay. Ca- cap it off. Cap but I'm just going to cap it off. Yep. That this game, it seems like Sakurai's like, this is my last hurrah. Possibly, yeah. Maybe like he, he could get talked into it. He might have a rest and decide he wants to do another one. But this seems like he's just squeezing everything he can. He's putting all the characters back in. He's He's doing Ridley. Which I don't think he really wanted to do. No, he didn't. Absolutely did not want to do Ridley. But he, the fans, hardcore fans wanted that. So that's in there. Um, that that little dodge mechanic reminded me of like wave dashing. Like sort of, uh, It was like in Melee. From Melee, yeah. So wave dashing could be back in the game yet. Yeah, so I just feel like he's like, all right, we're, we're giving you the ultimate Smash Brothers. Yeah. Like, this is what you guys want. We're giving you the game that you want, so <laughs> shut up about it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? Um, and you know what? If it is his last hurrah, then clap, clap to Mister yeah. Masahiro Sakura. Yeah, he, we, he's we, done so much. We cannot wait for the game. And of course, the game's uh, release date is December seventh. Yep, which is later than everyone suspected. Everyone was uh, suspecting about uh, September mm-hmm. to go with the online service. Yep. Um, but if it's going to be the ultimate experience, yeah. So. It's, yeah, take take the time you need. We want the best Super Smash Brothers on Switch that you can make. Well, we want to play it for years to come. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so uh, we'll move into a bit of a conclusion for the both of us. Just sort of, I think, get our own details in a nutshell. Yeah. Yep. So, uh, do you want to go first? Or do I want to go? First? Yeah. So I remember saying to you, like, "Holy fuck! This direct is insane." <laughs> yeah, like when when they were pumping out uh, announcements, games. Uh, I I did want to count how many games they did uh, did announce, but I couldn't write them all down. There was there was a lot there. They were getting out quick. Yeah. Um. And as much as I loved that Super Smash Brothers segment, I guess I would have preferred if they kept that pace up. Uh, showing maybe it would have been nice to see Prime Four. It would have been nice to see Yoshi. It would have been nice to see some of these games. But obviously, if Nintendo doesn't think they're ready to show yet, that's fine. Mm-hmm. They're not ready to show, and they'll be showing in a direct later this year or early next year. So, yep. uh, just remember, people, that this uh, this, this isn't the end. This this <laughs> isn't this isn't the end for this year. Like you know no. what Nintendo's like. I remember a few years ago when the a couple of years ago. Oh, I'm sure, I'm so tired. <laughs> uh, a few years ago, they uh, just skipped E3. Even the next uh, couple of weeks, they announced the 3DS XL. Yeah. So why the hell wasn't that at E3? But they don't give a shit. They no. really don't care about E3 that much. Not anymore. Like they'll show Smash Brothers, they'll show Pokemon, but they can hold games. They don't. They don't yeah. really mind. Yeah. 
So running running my conclusion off that, I was going to say pretty much similar. Um, so I'm, I'm going to say it in a bit of a deeper tone. <laughs> um, guys, I know that for a lot of people, for a lot of people, this E3 might have been a bit disappointing. But I think that a lot of people are disappointed because of the amount of Smash news, and not everybody's a Smash fan. Um, understandable, okay. Uh, but don't forget that there was a very good amount, a good set of games at the start of that direct. It was very good. Yeah. Um, even if even if you're not in the slightest interested, maybe this direct just wasn't for you, and that's unfortunate. <laughs> yeah. And we've had to say the same thing to ourselves in couple in the in the last couple of years as well, you know, from time to time. Uh, in the last decade, there's been plenty of E3s where we're upset. <laughs> oh yes, plenty, plenty. We're you generation, plenty, plenty of E3s where we're upset. Yeah, but again, Nintendo is not heavy on E3 nowadays, and most of their news comes out the year throughout direct. What other company does that? Hmm. Not many companies do that. No, uh, Nintendo's got information coming out their ears throughout the year. <laughs> yeah, and there's there's no lack of games to play on this thing either. No, like there's there's at least um, one big game coming out each month. You know, littered with indies who we don't even know about yet. They just appear on the eShop. Yep. You know, you've, we've got Captain Toad. We've got um, Treasure Treasure Tracker. Treasure Tracker. My mouth isn't working now. We've got plenty of games. I, I would have liked to see Smash Brothers earlier, but who wouldn't? But well, yeah. you get that, don't you? The the general consensus is like this year, you know, we've had Kirby, we've got Mario Tennis Aces, Captain Toad, Smash Brothers. We've got... Um, got Monster Hunter. Monster Hunter Generations coming. You know, the, there's, there is a list of games there that are crossing also a Mario Party. Just games crossing all, so, all sorts of genre bounds. And that's not for everyone. Last year we had a phenomenal year. We had a f- absolutely stellar, phenomenal year filled with so many bang mm. up titles. It and was just fantastic. No one's going to be able to live up to that. No, 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 you could not live up to that year if it weren't for the life year. There's a lot of people who are like Nintendo's was the worst this year. I I disagree because I feel like that while uh, we'll, we'll get into the other guys. Uh, like a couple of episodes, if that's what you're gonna <laughs> go into. I, no, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just concluding it. And while it's, while there isn't something for, there might not be something for you. There's definitely something in there for other people. Yep. Um. Wait for if if you're waiting for Metroid, don't worry. I'm sure there's a direct on the horizon, and, I'm, and they've they've pretty much said that. Uh, when it when it's ready, they'll have a direct for it, and you'll get you'll get the news you need. Same with Bayonetta, same with everything else, and that's what Nintendo is about nowadays. A lot of people seem to put their focus on E3 for Nintendo, but we all know that E3 is in the back of their minds. So, uh, other than that, seven out of ten for me. I thought everything at the start was brilliant. I thought the Smash stuff was brilliant, but it did drag on. Yeah, and I, and I and I do feel regretful to people who aren't really interested in smash that it was such a big part of their show yeah and uh yeah because we're, we're huge smash fans so you can imagine if they didn't give a shit <laughs> <laughs> like if um if i was watching microsoft then they just went 20 minutes and gears of war i'll be like okay okay let me get it yep. and, yeah and <laughs> yeah and I've, so. and, and I've had that in the past as well and i've gone this is the worst e3 ever but and then in the reality i have to turn around and be like well i'm just not interested in gears of war yeah it's just yeah 
uh, you know. Yeah, right. All right. So that was our uh, E3 2018 Nintendo wind-up. Yes, uh, our latest episode ever. Earliest. <laughs> five o'clock in the morning we're finishing this. Yeah, we are finishing this at five o'clock in the morning. And, you know, we said to ourselves we were going to get some sleep, but tournaments start in 25 minutes. Yeah. And that will be the next episode that you guys will probably hear in your ear holes because we will be covering that as well. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Uh, yeah, seeing more Smash, seeing some of the... Uh, Things pro pro Splatoon, yeah. as well. I absolutely love watching pro Splatoon. It's mesmerizing sometimes. Yeah, those those guys are really impressive. Yeah, absolutely. All right, guys, thank you so much for listening to the House of Mario episode forty five. We are a part of the Eight Big Collective. Ten uh, podcasts coming together in your ear holes. Twenty two podcasters. Oh, what a night! What a night! Uh, you can find me at Bryce DeWitt. You can find Drew at iDruby. Yes. Uh, you can find the podcast at The House of Mario. Yeah. Uh, don't forget to leave us a review on iTunes. Uh, and something that we sometimes forget to mention is that, uh, and it won't be in the case of this week because the episodes will be going up straight away, but we do release our episodes early to our Discord members, roughly 12 hours early. So if you feel like getting the podcast in your ears earlier, jump into Discord. Yeah, it's available and you'll find on links there. Uh, yeah, available on SoundCloud. So yeah, easy to listen to, no matter what platform you use. Yep. So if you're excited, if you're excited to listen to our jabber on, you'll yeah. find it earlier in Discord. Just remember that. Yeah. And I also want to thank you very much for getting to the end of this episode. I know there's a lot of content out there for you, uh, E3 to listen to, from the big guys, the small guys, whoever. And I just want to thank you so much for listening. It really means a lot to us. Uh, tuning into our podcast thanks for picking us <laughs> yeah thank you very much <laughs> a lot a lot of people a lot of a lot of people run in circles around us in terms of numbers and stuff but uh we're very passionate about e3 um we watch it every year together um there's there's rarely been an occasion where we haven't mm. um and it's it feels good to be able to cover it and talk talk about it through the microphone and know that people are listening yeah so thank you guys yeah so next episode, episode 46, will be our coverage on the two tournaments, Splatoon and Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. We know the name now. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and episode 46 will be coming later this week. Where 47. We'll... Yeah. Yeah, sorry, 47. Uh-huh. <laughs> we'll be us discussing Nintendo's place in the industry as a whole, how they went against the other companies, the third parties, the other platform holders, and we'll also be telling up our predictions as well as our friends in the Discord. So hopefully you'll stick around for that. There's three episodes this week. I want to thank you very much for listening. And we'll end the show with Nintendo Jukebox called uh, The Ultimate Smash Bros by XP Gamer Nintendo on SoundCloud. Uh, <laughs> because if there's anything you needed, it was more Smash Bros. Yeah, if you need anything else, it's more Smash Bros. <laughs> it's, a funny little, it's a funny song. So I hope you enjoy it and we'll see you next episode. Yeah, not that far away, actually. <laughs> yeah. See you guys. Bye. Three, two, one, go! Old Mario was jumping around, final destination like a battleground. Then suddenly Kirby flew from the sky and smacked Mario right in the eye. Mario got pissed and smashed attack, but then accidentally hit old Little Mac. Little Mac turned around and struck him with fear when Snake came out and killed Middle Gear. Snake jumped from his box and threw a grenade, but then Eggman scratched him on a bot he made. Everyone. Trevor came in with a giant ass gun He unloaded